you did. You got this group text that is me, you, dad, and 20 other people. Yes. I want to read this to everyone listening. So we, um, when we got our cell phones back in 2000, um, 20 years uh, ago, uh, our phone digits are to this day, just one digit different from our parents. So everyone in this group chat has very similar phone numbers and it's from Royd. Hanesh967 at gmail.com mm-hmm. and it says subject colon searching for a searching for a good sax click here single dash mom dot live sexy oh well it does say good sax maybe it's a single maybe mom a selling single a saxophone mom. maybe someone's She's graduated saxophone. it's just weird to Make wake it. up <laughs> it's just weird to wake up to this text and it says text from dad and 20 more subjects searching for good sax yeah um, I'm going to click it. No, I'm nothing not, I'm nothing not brings it. a family together. A spam text about Honestly, sex. Honestly, I'm worried mom's going to be upset that she was left out. Left out, yeah, yeah. She's not in it. She'll be suspicious. She needs to meet some single moms. Oh, yeah. Um, mom, if you're listening, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like we both might be talking about the same thing today. So if you want to... Oh, no, I have a full subject to avoid the... I'm, I have a whole topic to avoid the subject, but we're going to talk about it for sure. Yeah, of course. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Pop Dumb Mist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm a host. My name's Billy. I co-host the show with my sister. Hey, who's that? I'm Dagny. Um, so before we talk about the incredible experience we had on Friday, um, I would like to give you my hot take, which is um, True Detective is very good. Season one. <laughs> if you <laughs> are you listening, finish and, it? yes, if you're listening and you haven't seen it. And it's, uh, what, been out for 15 years? No. 10, 10 uh, years? Maybe 10. 10 maybe. Years. I don't remember. Um, let me just say, Matthew McConaughey is so hot. Um, Woody Harrelson is a piece of shit, but very, they're both pieces of shit. But I, in, but I don't know, maybe not, actually. It's, I told you, it's about two good men who don't think they're good uh, men. Woody slowly. Harrelson, I don't think that. He figured by the end, Yeah, maybe. that's the whole thing. They have to realize that, oh... I didn't realize I had been a good guy. I thought I was a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you are a piece of shit. You're a bad person, but you are a, a good cop. Yeah. They're good detectives. They're true detectives. They are truly, <laughs> truly detectives. True good detective. Um, yeah. So I, we don't have to talk about it a long time, but well, you very should, good. Um, uh, you should watch. Oh, I finished one other thing. You know what? I could save it for next week, but okay. um, I'll just briefly mention it. Uh, the reason I watched True Detective is John from last week's episode. Um, we were, we've been watching... <laughs> The Mormon Murder Show. Uh, yeah, you've talked about the this on the show. Heaven. Oh, but you hadn't finished it. I hadn't finished it. I'll talk about it next week in depth. But um, yeah, it's it feels in a similar vein. Of yeah. Just a, they're trying to solve one crime over the whole season. And it's just very good detective work. Well, if, you, if you're if you interested, um, feel free to watch the other two seasons. I, I have to let you I've know they are never as good. Yeah. Um, I have enough things to watch. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I just want to get my hot takes real quick. I really liked... A lot of season two. It's just bad that overall it's not great. Um, the acting is great. The cinematography and like the vibe is so cool. But the God, the plot is all over the place. Um, and then um, season three uh, is almost like it's riffing on season one with a different case. And that's with Mahershala Ali. And that is also, that's just exceptional performances. Yeah. He's the art and click on it on HBO. Yes. Um, uh, I did like season three a lot. It was just, it was the... You think episode eight is going to hit you as hard as episode eight of True Detective season one, and it doesn't. And that's no, the point. That's that the whole was... point of the season is that it's sometimes it's not a grand conspiracy. Yeah. Sometimes it's meh. I almost broke my boyfriend's hand because I was squeezing so tight at the end of that last episode. I was stressed. Yeah. But it was very good. Very, very uh, good. I well, very I, got a, I got a little quick one. You talk about one. your small thing, and then we need to discuss. I need to I'll hear cons- your thoughts. I'll, I'll save it. Let's just jump into it. No, we no, went... no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Save your other thing. We got to talk about what well, you saw. Friday night. We went to a movie screening in a park, like a giant projector on a park near downtown. It's actually, what was the name of the park? Whatever. You could see downtown LA. Los it was Angeles very cool. Los Angeles Historical park. State Park? State, State Park. park? I don't like know. That. Yes. Um, so I am now a person. I identify now mm-hmm. as a person who has seen the film Twilight. The greatest film ever made, Twilight. A and cinematic masterpiece. Twilight. When I tell you that I had so much fun watching great. this movie, and I was mostly right. There were only two and a half scenes that I had never seen before. I feel like there was more. You looked at me a few times and you hadn't seen something. No, I was just shocked at like the logic these characters exist mm-hmm. with in this world. I there's have so also, many thoughts. There's, there's clips that you see online that's not the full extent of the scene. Like, no, no, you you can't. Yeah, you, that, you, was, you, that was incredible. You can't say things like that. That, that was 
I was Oscar worthy also really upset at how good my fiance was at doing that scene. It's um, amazing. He's been doing it around the apartment. No, no. But yeah. um, so I had never seen this movie. I had never seen Twilight, the film. And I honestly recommend seeing it like this because there was such a rowdy crowd. The commentary was great. I feel um, bad if anybody was there and they were like, my favorite movie. Why is everybody shitting on it? They no. have to. No one shot. It was with love. It was all with love. It was. But it was like, I mean, in the very, I did not realize how long the pause is when she says, I know what you are. He says, say it. And the camera out spins loud. around. And then it's like 15 seconds. And when I tell you, I mean, I was one of them. People in the crowd just shouting, say it, <laughs> say it, say it. At the screen was so fucking funny. That's very good. I also loved that when Edward entered for the first time, he got applause. Everyone applauded for Edward, but then they booed him every time he would gaslight Bella. That oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. Every time he was like a piece of shit, everyone would boo him. Yes. Um, That's because you're, I mean, he's, he's doing, he's trying to make her not love him. Well, and I and know push her away. I know but he is a piece of shit. He's like, no one's gonna believe you. Oh god, that like, <laughs> when that word phrase came out of his mouth, I was like, how is he not the villain of this movie? I know. I mean, um, he kind of is he, for a little he while. Kind of is. Uh, but also, hot take uh, that movie rests. I mean, and to us, to some extent, Kristen Stewart, and maybe this is because I like him so much now. That movie rests on the back of Robert Pattinson's performance. He is going so hard i would argue everybody else in the is more entertaining than no no everyone else is more entertaining but he did like script work like shakespeare yeah. level dialogue research yes. like and he also shits on the movie in interviews which makes me laugh well because he's he's, he's like this he's, seems like a book that shouldn't have been published yes <laughs> he, no, he should not be as good as he is in that movie but no i will say there are two other films that i would like to see instead mm. and the first is just even maybe like a disney plus show about uh, Bella's human friends. They're all way more interesting and they're all in a much more exciting movie. Anna Kendrick before Pitch Perfect. Anna Kendrick before Pitch Perfect. Her little Gaijin friend named Eric who's still asking <laughs> girls to prom. Yeah. Um, he's out now. He's out now. But uh, just like I'm like sure. the, when they go on a field trip, <laughs> that whole sequence, I was like, can we stop having Edward and Bella talk to each other and just follow these that's, kids that's around? That's when he, uh, he goes, can you at least watch where you're going? Oh God, that was she insane. Trips. I was and unhinged. Then they, and then they're standing outside an empty school bus and Alice asks, Bella, are you going to ride with us? And Robert Pattinson, aka Edward, is like, no, this bus is full. And then just makes her leave. It's so rude. It's so rude. Uh, um, also, I uh, I wanted more Emmett. You get more Emmett later on. You also get but more it, Jasper's but, story, which Jasper is a Confederate soldier. <laughs> oh, that's not great. No, it's a very interesting story, though. Wait, they get into the backstories over the next... Obviously, you're going to watch all the rest of the four movies. I don't think so. <laughs> Considering that after this one, I re realized that this is the best reviewed of the five films. It is. And it's because this one doesn't take itself seriously. This yeah, one that's why I liked it. campy and cheaply. It's like a... It's not great. Because I'm worried, like, we're going to get more Emmett, but if we get more Emmett, it's not going to be the Emmett I want, which is I really want a himbo vampire, which is what he's giving us in the first movie. No, I think he continues to give that. Oh, good. Because that's what I want. I just want... He's... I, him... Like, hey, dude, I haven't lifted since 1947 because I don't have to anymore, but, like, your technique's great, bro. Him and uh, Alice are my favorite siblings. I... Emmett, <laughs> I, I wanted... It's also, the movie is so funny when it does not mean to. Yeah. Like when they're, when they're running from James, the evil vampire mm -hmm. and all, and Edward all of a sudden is just at Bella's window as she's driving. Yep. <laughs> and then as they're driving, you just hear like a, like a huge thud on the top of the car. And it's literally like a jump scare. It's yeah. so scary. And Edward's like, that's just Emmett. And then they cut to <laughs> Emmett like, standing on the roof of the car, the back, like, like, like a, a fucking, it's like a frog. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like a 16 year old who got to get out, like after the football game, like he's escaped yeah. from high school. It was so funny. Mm -hmm. um, but the other movie I want to watch, and this is very specific. So if you know Twilight, you'll know this. After Edward... Oh, you want this movie to be created. Yes. After Edward okay. saves her from a bunch of mean boys in a parking lot, mm -hmm. in a, a scene that was shockingly dark compared to the rest of the movie. Had you known about that scene? Yeah, but I didn't realize it was going to like make me... It's uncomfortable. Me, it would make me upset. I yeah. was like, I, I honestly was like, whatever was like, whatever was like, I should have, whatever he said. Now he should have killed them. I would have been fine if he killed all four of them. Yeah. He's like, um, if you could hear what they were yeah. thinking. And after that, they go to this little Italian restaurant <laughs> and Bella orders mushroom linguine. Something like that. And the waitress who brings them the mushroom pasta ravioli, is like dressed in like a 1950s rockabilly outfit. Yeah. But she also has like purple streaks in her hair and she has a huge pompadour. And all these chains, and she has literally two lines, and she's so charming and so engaging. I want a whole movie about it's her. It's like, 
Are you sure you don't want anything to eat? Yes, when she's giving Edward a hard time for not ordering, I was like, this actress knows this is her moment and is delivering a more compelling performance than anyone else in this movie. Yeah, she's great. Uh, shout out to you, Rockabilly Waitress Girl. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> we should have looked at her before and, this episode. And I told you, this is my last my yeah. last hot take. I had all, this is the biggest thing I didn't know about this movie, was I thought James and the evil vampires were like- We're in more than 20 minutes I, of the film. I thought they were the majority of the problem. No. I thought they were like- It's solved very quickly. It's solved very quickly, but it's also a problem very quickly. Like, yes, we have like the murders happening in the background, but like, I thought, you know, we see Bella's dad, the sexy, sexy Charlie Swan. Yeah. Being like, yeah, these animal attacks are getting worse. I'm going to go brush my mustache and have another rainy beer. And he beer. also knows that it's not, like, he's aware that- He's so good. He's, I love like, these. He pretends I also, to be clueless, but he's like, yeah, there's vampires and werewolves here. That's the only explanation. I also just love <laughs> that he's always drinking Rainier brand beer, and he honestly feels like the only one from the region. Like, everyone else is an actor, and he's just stuck in this movie. Yeah. Um, but, like, I fully expected when she, like, met the Cullens, there to be, like, a little bit of them being like, hey, have you heard about these attacks? Do you think there's, like, something? They're completely unaware. They don't give a shit. They're not paying attention. Yeah. They don't ask. And then we have the baseball game, which was even, which when you have the whole movie leading up to the baseball game, what an achievement. That, that it's scene great. is incredible. And then they were cheered when they were like, oh yeah, we're going to play baseball. <clears throat> wow. Um, sorry. And then, yeah, the music starts and the audience was just the, lost their the mind. The needle drop for the baseball game. I was cheering. Yeah. I was like, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, perfect filmmaking, perfect cinema. It's maybe the, the best scene in the whole whole it might be franchise <laughs> uh and then james and the james and the giant vampires show up and they're immediately like we're a problem and then the movie goes from this like indie romance like slow budding high school drama to a heist action movie fight sequence all in the span of about 10 minutes and then the credits have started yeah and i was baffled however i was happy that i got the audience to do a i got a bunch of laughter from the audience Oh yeah, when, you said something. When uh, James is going to kill Bella and then Edward shows up and he tackles him out of nowhere and I went, it's vengeance! Oh yes. <laughs> and we got a lot of cheers. You did, but, uh, you did. You made a lot of Batman jokes. I made a lot of Batman jokes and I did and I, when I was watching the scene towards the end where after James bites her and they're like, Edward, Spoilers. you have to... Fuck off. I'm just kidding. They're like, Edward, you have to suck the venom out of her bite wound but you have to stop when it's blood. You can't suck her blood. I looked and I said, is this just a series about not fucking? Yes. Um, and that's what it is. The Mormon, the Mormonism in that movie was shocking. Uh, uh, it's it's literally, you. it's almost like Stephanie Meyer was like, well, I had a boyfriend and we practiced soaking and that means it's not sex. You guys know what soaking is? This is about to get really bold. Well, we don't need podcast. to discuss it. Google it if you're really interested. It's a, but also I don't suggest Google. It's a Mormon it. practice. Stop. Don't explain it. Of I, sex without stop. thrusting so it doesn't stop. count. Stop, stop. I'm not letting, stop. Sad. I will end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest is ready to clock off. But that's what the, that's what the sucking the blood out without sucking the venom out without oh, the blood. God, okay. God, it was upsetting. All of that, all of the yeah. But then they rip his head off and he burns. They which is what fire. happens if you have sex before marriage. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you ready to introduce our guest? Oh yes, I was trying to think if there was anything else about Twilight I wanted to discuss. I mean, uh, I, the, I could go for the wildest part of it was. I mean, it was part the experience helped, but I had so much fun, yeah. and I I really enjoyed. I, mean, I, I was do mostly shocked at the others. Um, I was shocked and, at and I how know you little wanted more of the James drama, which you get more of because Victoria is the villain for like the next two movies, essentially. Gotcha. Um, which it's not the same actress. Is she magically turns into Bryce Dallas Howard yeah. in the next movie? Yeah, which is a bummer for this actress who didn't. She's great, but they also tried to recast Taylor Lautner. Yeah, and then he put on twenty pounds of muscle, pounds of muscle on his so own volition, not him. to fire him. Um, I thought there'd be more Jacob in this movie. Honestly, no, he's it's, in three scenes. It's not a love triangle at all. He's just kind of like a weird friend of hers that uh, has a cool hair. Yeah, the next movie is uh, he has cool hair, and then he goes. Bella, where the hell you been, Loka? And then his hair is cut and he's ripped, and he's like, "I can't be around you because of all I'm of a, these men I'm are werewolf. horrible to her." But what's interesting about sorry, New Moon? This is my last thing. Is he until he hits puberty, I guess, or his werewolf phase? It's like a myth. They don't tell the younglings that they actually turn into werewolves, and then he just turns into a werewolf, and he's like, "Oh, it wasn't a lore the whole time." This actually happens. Crazy. You know what? I just am like, yeah, you just keep the, it's like Santa Claus. <laughs> they just keep the secret until That's you That's really funny. Yeah, it's wild. 
Um, Very interesting. You know, the, the fact that he cuts his hair, that's a no for me. So I'm not going to see any of the other movies. Okay. I'm mad about it. Okay. Let's well, introduce our yes, guests. Our guests, we have talked. We Yeah, I can talk about Twilight for a long time. Um, but I love our guest. We have already had her on the show. And I'm so glad to have her back. She's the beautiful, the brilliant, the kind, the perfect, everything I love in the world. One of my dearest friends. It's Sarah Prygaki. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, you were just hi giggling. So, hi, hi. I brought Twilight. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'd be fully Honestly, on board. The thing is, no one has actually brought it. I've talked about it a lot, but nobody's no. actually brought it as a topic before. Well, the main reason why I didn't bring it was to prepare for today. I listened to your fan fiction episode. And at that time, Billy, you had not it's listened to dirty. Twilight. So I was like, hmm, perhaps not a good idea. But ah, I'm so happy that you are. I've seen, seen the seen full it. arc of Billy and mm-hmm. not it's, seen it, Twilight. It was so good. Oh, and shout out to Kate Sofi on the, the the fan fiction episode. That's a wild <laughs> episode. Go back and listen to it. It's made. so fucking funny. Until you decided to talk about Sophie yeah. on this episode, which is really brings the the mood down. I'm happy sure a lot of people here, just turn guys. this episode off. Happy to have you, Sarah. What a fun. <laughs> I'm, I liked just watching you drink your protein shake and giggle so, and us talking Sarah, for the last since, 10 minutes. Since the last time you were on Poptimist, we've actually changed formats. We're entirely a weird Mormon sex position podcast now. <laughs> Excellent. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you brought your research. Um, that would be horrific. Um, oh, God. No, no, no. Sarah, yeah. how have you been? Um, Good. You were, I, you're still the only person to ever cry on this show, which I, awesome. I was... Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Let's do you. it again. No, let's, let's do it, do it let's again. Get, Make me cry. Let's get I don't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that if you guys ever need to torture me, definitely tie me up and then talk about Twilight, but make sure that I can't participate in the conversation because that was <laughs> torture. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. So <laughs> we are both in the perfect age that that was our lives, and we. I unironically loved movies and books until they became a joke. Um, but I, the first time we, I saw that in theaters, it's wild to see the difference of everybody took it so seriously the first time. Yeah. And now everybody laughs at it's it. It's so campy. Um, I also have this does, like wish that Kristen Stewart was just in the audience with us <laughs> or Robert Pattinson was there and also laughing along, which would have been really fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, in case no, I for everybody listening. Oh, sorry, go ahead. It. Oh, I was like into it. it. I was so into Harry Potter that like I refused Mm, to get into Twilight because I was like, they're just trying to pick up like the Mm -hmm. scrap, you know, (laughs) like they're just trying to scoop us up while we're like mourning. Um, But it was the superior Edward Pattinson. I did it again. Mm. Robert Pattinson (laughs) performances in Harry Potter, which is only what one movie, but it's my favorite movie. Bruce Man, Bat Wayne. Yes, Bruce Man, Bat Bat Wayne. Um, yeah uh so i was dead against watching them and then mm-hmm. i i watched them and i was like wait why was i why was i sitting on these they're the best comedy movies of all time <laughs> <laughs> they are very much in the so. comedic genre at this i haven't cool. laughed that hard in a while Re- so- re-watching that movie <laughs> i giggled my way through that whole thing and so did they my boyfriend who had also never um yeah he he was very hesitant going in, didn't tell him I bought tickets, um, and just was like, we're going in two weeks to go see Twilight. He was like, and then at one, I think it was still towards the beginning, he like looked up, he was like, I'm having a great time. I, was, <laughs> I had so much fun. I, yeah, I said that, I said, John, I'm so glad I got to see this for the first time with you. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Uh, for Those types anybody, of audiences are the best yeah. type. Sorry, yeah. I keep doing this. Um, no, you're good, you're good. I I'm, Harry Potter in concert with like the orchestra and i saw like the harry potter they were playing it um oh wow in the hollywood bowl and yeah. the people that were our age you know <laughs> harry did you put your name in the government you know like stuff like that like, uh, like, guys screaming saying, like just like quotes. heckling but yeah yes. all the boring people up in the front that paid 200 dollars for it just did not get it they just wanted to watch the movie yeah. have fun whatever no, you got to be there for the fun sorry Yep. Yeah. Go no, ahead. Do your how thing. dare you apologize? <laughs> I was just gonna form like properly introduce you because you are a returning guest, 
And I want to remind everyone, uh, and also you should go listen to it if you haven't. Sarah was on episode whatever number. Billy looked up. Oh my gosh! I can't look remember at you the number. Doing your research. But Sarah brought in still one of my favorite topics, and we talked a lot about it, which was Mamma Mia. Oh my god, Mamma Mia! Here we go again. One of the also greatest movies ever made. Um, yeah, it's I episode st- twenty one. Episode twenty one, and it is called "I Hope His Wife Is Dead." With Sarah Prygocki. Why? Why? What was that quote from? Why was that the title? I'm trying to remember. Um, because Christine Baranski <laughs> seems oh. very good looking, and she goes, "Oh God, I hope its wife is dead." Oh <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh man, um, I brought several different movie. title options for you guys, and that's the one that Billy chose. You right. cracked me up. It was I just, good. it's, it's. I like, I like weird titles to start well hey we can jump into this week's topic let me do a little um here on poptimus the whole gimmick the whole bit the whole reason (laughs) for the show's existence is uh dagny and i love pop culture and we bring our guests we have our guests come in and bring us something from pop culture that they love that either we've never heard of because it's obscure or that is famously disliked like twilight uh, and we want to hear why they like it it's Mm. about being optimistic about mediocre pop culture and i love that and uh if you're good to go sarah I would love to hear what you brought yeah. for us this week. Is it the first Mamma Mia? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I think it's generally oh well liked. Um, it is. It's a good book. No, last last time I was on, I wrote two pages worth of notes, and I had a whole thing. Today, I just have, like, a post-it. <laughs> that is so character okay. Development, character development has happened. Um, <laughs> today, I brought, today, I brought Shrek the Third. <laughs> very fun controversial yes i right up top i will say i think shrek 2 is the best shrek movie um shrek the third you're gonna have to remind me of a lot of the plot because i maybe have only seen I'm that so happy once. you said that no she is correct because and sarah i hate to do this to you we saw no. shrek the third in theaters yeah i think it's been that long and we're so underwhelmed by it that we never saw the fourth one <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything past the third, except maybe the Christmas special that was on TV that's like 10 minutes Although long. the new Shrek Puss in Boots movie looks incredible. Shrek the Halls. Yeah. I am so hyped for the new Puss in Boots movie. Yeah. There it's, was already I, a Puss in yeah. Boots movie. I'm so I know, confused. but they're making another. The sequel. Is it still Antonio Banderas? <laughs> yeah, and the animation style is kind of like inspired by Into the Spider-Verse. It's got some like hand-drawn elements to it, and it oh. looks, it's definitely more stylized than the Shrek ever was, and I'm really excited about it. It looks very exciting. How dare you call Shrek not stylized? That's My fair. God. That's fair. You're right. It's it's perfect. It's... Is, is Shrek the third the one with Justin Timberlake? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I oh, think wow. I'm going to agree with you, Dagny, in that Shrek the Third is not the best Shrek of all time. However, I think it deserves to be number third, but it's still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, is this? Do they have the babies so in Shrek the Third? Yes. So okay, they're that's cute as what hell. I uh, <laughs> they're like little boogers. <laughs> they do. I actually, I actually have like a little statue, actually. Oh wow, those are cute. They motivate me. Wait, can we? Um, Did you work on Shrek the Third? It says the crew. No, but a friend at work did, and he wanted to get rid of it. And at work, I am known as the Shrek Girl. So people, people all around, are people me their Shrek paraphernalia? Uh, No, 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 no. You're the furthest thing from it. You are nowhere near being. Uh, yeah, HR. <laughs> My coworkers are calling me an ogre. Um, no, you're a princess. You're Princess Fiona out of out of drag, <laughs> which is <laughs> form is her in drag. <laughs> um, right, you guys okay, want a plot a plot update? Yes, I was gonna say let's yeah, get into okay. it. Yeah, tell us you. It might jog our memory. So yeah, get get into the plot of Shrek the Third. I think it would probably be worth it to go all the way back to the beginning of Shrek and give a full. You know, so Shrek one. Shrek one. Shrek all star. That's that is that is Shrek's theme song. <laughs> he wipes his butt with a page. <laughs> it opens. That We're is at the swamp. No. <laughs> oh. Uh, Shrek goes on an adventure to save a princess because yes. people took over his swamp, and him and the princess fall in love. Turns out she was an ogre the whole time. That leads mm-hmm. us into Shrek two. Where Shrek is not feeling <laughs> this is the quickest too recap of Shrek. <laughs> eh, hero's journey, whatever. Hero's journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all seen it. Uh, Shrek two. Shrek two. 
Mm-hmm. He's he's feeling a little self-conscious about his relationship with Princess Fiona because mm-hmm. she is taking him to meet the parents, right? Huge yeah. deal. John Cleese and Julie Andrews, I would be intimidated myself. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So Shrek 2 is basically about like him trying to feel at home with his like new situation with his in-laws and mm-hmm. um, at the same time uh, battling this this guy prince charming who's trying to steal fiona away from him um and honestly and- the the casting of of uh prince charming as rupert everett yes. and of the despicable fairy godmother as the incomparable jennifer saunders is like it's so good speaking of they're Mama so Mia. good speaking of <laughs> is she in Mamma mia is she not am i thinking of somebody else yeah Wait, jennifer saunders jennifer saunders from absolutely Brand. fabulous i'm no i'm not talking about Christine. you're the talking about one. ron's mom Yes. Oh God. Wow. I'm a monster. What's her name? Yeah, she's Ron Weasley's. Julie Walters. Julie Walters. Yes. Not Jennifer Saunders. Apologies. Yeah, Jennifer Saunders gives such a beautiful performance in Shrek Two. Idina Monsoon (laughs) from Absolutely Fabulous, Mm, the greatest sitcom ever made. What a bold take from me. Not a bold take. Correct. So good. Um. Okay. So Shrek Two. He's getting comfortable with his in-laws, fighting off Prince Charming from stealing away his wife. Um. And we get, you know, that incredible musical experience. <laughs> Tiny hero. Mm-hmm. Best rendition of that song. Oh, yeah. And then writing Shrek the Third. Yeah. We get Shrek take the it third. away. Um, so I think, you know, the first two definitely warranted, you know, Shrek's becoming more comfortable with who he is. I think this one is also relevant because he still has abandonment issues that he needs to work through. Um, mm-hmm. his dad tried to eat him when he was a kid, so he doesn't feel great about fatherhood. Um, I forgot about that. And <laughs> his dark. father-in-law, who is the king of Far, Far Away, is dying. Uh-huh. And that means mm-hmm. that Shrek is now up for ruling the kingdom. And mm-hmm. Shrek does not want to do that. <laughs> um, at the same time, Fiona is pregnant. Um, which so, <laughs> which, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> so Shrek goes on this adventure to get, um, the second heir to the throne, which is, uh, Arthur Pendragon or Artie or Justin Timberlake. Um, so they go get him and bring him back. And then the whole journey basically is about Shrek and, uh, Justin Timberlake kind of like mentoring him and becoming like a father figure to him. Um, and then at the end, he's he's able to, you know, step into that father role. Um, so that's Shrek the Third. <laughs> and I'm really upset that you guys don't remember it that much. Because I don't remember it that well what at all. What the fuck about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't tell you how many times though, people have brought things in that were like, oh, I vaguely remember this. And then we have to have, you know, a whole recap. Um, there are plenty of things to talk about. Most importantly is... Is there a specific reason that this movie is important to you? Or like when you first saw it, were you like surprised? Oh, you were? Okay, go ahead. We'll answer this question and then I'll get into it. But I just, I have, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to know your experience of first seeing this. Yeah, (laughs) repressed memory. He needs to talk about it in therapy. Uh, (laughs) Um, Fun fact, uh, uh, repressed memories don't exist. They were all a scam from the 80s. And all those people who were like, my dad was in a satanic cult and molested children when I was a child. Uh, They were all guided there by religious leaders and bad therapists. And none of it's true. How did we get to this? Oh, my God. Someone said repressed memories. I just wanted to make sure everyone knows they're not real. Hang on. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a man who went to prison for 10 years because his own children testified that he was like a pedophile and the leader of a satanic ring. And then they had to go and work forever to get him out because all of it was fake implanted memories by a therapist who was like, you sure you don't remember you? Oh, you repressed all this. And it wasn't repressed. It was all made up, but because it was a therapist and people in the church, they believed it to be true and sent their own dad to prison. The eighties were wild. Hey, I hope that doesn't happen with all this QAnon shit. (laughs) It's fair. That's nuts. Um, The more, you know, here on Poptimist, we're here to educate you on, psychology so uh. the end of this movie this is what i remembered there's a they have to storm the castle for some reason oh yeah so oh, yeah and how do we well we'll get there but i just i i suddenly remembered that scene and that is there's one part in particular that is a stroke of genius um, um i would like to hear what what that part yeah. is because and that I is think snow that, white yeah they they're there as you see if you remember this they go full disney on it they have these guards i think it's guards she has to get past some guards 
And Snow White walks up. It's all the people Shrek has inadvertently helped throughout the, the last two movies. Right. So Snow White comes up and she does very Disney-like, <laughs> and birds like land on her shoulders and like deer come out of yes. the woods, all these woodland creatures. And then she like turns her gaze towards the guards and her voice gets lower. And I think, I think it's a specific song. She's like, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. might be that song. And <laughs> as she, yes, this. and as she does it, all the woodland creatures turn on the guards and Snow White leads an army of adorable woodland critter, <laughs> critters attacking all the guards in this castle. And it is that, what's the name of that song? Famous song. It's in Thor Ragnarok too. I don't know the name of it, but and, I think that is that song, right? Is that what they use? Do you remember? I, and like, now I know. Voiced, voiced by Amy Poehler. That's really funny. Um, yeah. Really? That's great. That's um, why do they end up storming the ca- castle at the end? I don't know. It remember. is. It's Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. I couldn't remember the nice, name of it, but nice. yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, they're all comedians, I think. There's Amy Poehler yeah. and there's someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that that is, ties actually to your uh, my answer to your question, Tagney, which is, um, like, why is this movie important to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of Snow so, White's powerful uh, presence? Yeah, no. Well, I was uh, reading Wikipedia, of course, to see if I could scrounge up any useful tidbits for today. Mm-hmm. And one thing I found was that people, like critics, thought that it was like too much of an like an adult movie and not enough for kids because like a lot of the humor was like kind of too mature. That's that's um, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek's yeah. Like he's lived in a swamp. I also think that you shouldn't make animated movies just for kids also, but Correct. that's a whole separate conversation. <laughs> uh, I was just very excited to see princesses in Shrek. That's what I was excited about, right? Oh. Shrek 3, for me, created feminism. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feminist iconic film is Shrek 3. <laughs> yes, they are that's in fun. their little cell and they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to get out <gasps> of their little cell. This. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, we're just going to get wait to get rescued. And Julie Andrews is like, Mm-mm, not going to fly. So she goes up and she headbutts the wall and the wall collapses. And well, she does it twice. And they're like, awesome. They burn their bras. They get tattoos. <laughs> then they go out and they like completely wreck everything. And it's awesome. And that was a really exciting moment for me. <laughs> that's feminism. It really stuck wow. with me. Yeah, that's feminism. That's incredible. I forgot I this I I'm genuinely having my memory jogged of things slowly. Um maybe we need to do a Shrek marathon. It's been a I long mean, I've time. never seen Shrek Forever After. Shrek 4. Mm. With I Rumpel don't Stiltskin think as the villain? You need to. Yeah, I don't think you need <laughs> oh, to. Oh no. <laughs> did, we, did we peak at Shrek the 3rd? We peaked at Shrek 2. We've already established I know, I know, this. I know. But Shrek the 3rd, <laughs> I need to rewatch. Sarah's selling it for me. Um but yes, yeah, so I think it still has something to say, were, you know. Yeah, it's got a feminism feminism message behind it, obviously. Well, and we've got, and you know, we got the father son stuff, which is nice because mm-hmm. isn't uh, Artie his name's Artie, right? He's an apprentice mm-hmm. of Merlin when he finds him, and we've got like a he goes to high to school, like which is another great moment. Oh, right? oh that's <laughs> right. There's a fucking high school. <laughs> Ew, <it. laughs> oh, that's great. When I've always loved you. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's all good. I actually rewatched it two two nights ago, so mm-hmm. the whole film is etched into my upper cranium. But yeah, no, so they do meet Merlin at some point, but he's kind of this like crazy hippie that eats rocks in the wilderness. <laughs> and um, it's Eric Idle of Monty Python is Merlin oh, too, which is just great. Perfect. It's great. Um, I did read that that caused some scandal um, because at the beginning. Uh, Prince Charming. I don't know if I actually mentioned if he was the villain in this movie or not, but he is, and he's he's back to avenge his mother's death. Um, and the same Prince they, Charming from too. Yeah, the same oh. Prince Charming. So that's yes. another thing I like about it. Established villain. <laughs> mm, he's got a history. Nice. He's back for revenge. Yeah. Um, he is doing dinner theater at the beginning. He's like on his little <laughs> horse, and there's like they're using the coconuts to click clack, and I guess yeah. Supposedly, like Eric Idle got upset at that. I don't know for sure, but um, Even though he was Wikipedia the- said it. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe because, yeah, they were like, oh, you're making a Monty Python joke and didn't tell me about it, and I'm in this. Yeah. Mm. I can see that being irritating. I don't know. It's good comedy. 
Yeah. Just I mean, class, just coconuts as, as horses is just brilliant. That's a classic bit that will never be not funny. Um, yeah, Monty Python is just spectacular. See, so we've already talked about how much of this movie we remember. I'm scrolling through pics, like stills right now. There is so much of this that means nothing to me. Mm. Like what... <laughs> Is this so, like Game it, of Thrones esque. Well, this is like room? a school. This is like a school assembly. Oh. And there's a poster that says "Just say nay." So I guess it's an anti-drug <laughs> instead of just say no. It's like dare. Just say nay. That's funny, that but like funny. I don't remember so much of this. Okay, Sarah, I'm gonna need you. Can you get into a, a, a few more specifics of the <laughs> movie? Because uh, since you just watched it. Maybe like your favorite bits or favorite jokes. And also, do you know what was changed for it to be more catered towards children? Because I, from what I can tell, it's still got some heightened. No, no, they didn't change humor. anything. That was the reviews after it was out. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I think okay. there's like the, the seriousness of like Shrek being like, do I have kids or not? Like, I just think that the subject matter of like, procreation might have been maybe a bit too intense for parents in the early 2000s well and and um, also doesn't the the king dies and they have a funeral right oh yeah yeah it's very they try to make yeah, it funny a little bit more grown like, up yeah they the king actually dies like three times and i remember distinctly not liking this part of the movie because it felt like very much kid humor um the king dies right and they're like oh so sad and he like oh you know <laughs> and then he dies again <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and then he dies for like the one last time and i was just like stop freaking me out man <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know that sounds like peak comedy uh to me <laughs> um, yeah um but i think that there is one thing that is serious about shrek that they don't really discuss um, but maybe they should, which is before you get married, peeps, everyone listening, discuss if you're going to have kids or not, because <laughs> <laughs> because Fiona's like, what if we had children? And Shrek is like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and they're already like, married. Freaking out. Yeah, That's they're fine. already married. Um, and she's already <laughs> pregnant. So there's no turning back. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Tale as old as time. Yeah. Yeah. Once upon so. a time. Already pregnant. <laughs> and she, she put a lot of trust in him because the way she tells him he's already on the boat to go get Justin Timberlake and she screams after him. She's like, I'm pregnant. It's like, God bless Shrek for just not keep going, you know? <laughs> yeah. He just never comes back. Never comes back. He right. goes to the, get the milk from the grocery store and never returns. Um, 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 imagine if that movie just boots, I think, actually. Father. Yeah, well, Sh Puss in Boots actually makes that joke. He's like, we could just leave it all behind, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Donkey doesn't um, know how kids are made. He has four kids. He that's has four kids with joke. a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I, that still, to this day, baffles. Like, how did they do that? With a ladder? He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. He was uh, knocked out, and then all of a sudden, he had kids. Uh, yeah, they're Ooh. cute, too. His hybrid donkey dragon babies. Yeah, they are cute. They're cute. I just, I do, I just remembered this. It, it didn't hit as hard. I think also, it's also that thing too, where very rarely you have a movie as good as Shrek that gets a sequel, mm -hmm. and the sequel is as good as the second one. The like if this, or as good as the first one. Like if this had been Shrek two, I think we would have been a little bit kinder to it. Mm -hmm. But because we were blown away with how much Shrek 2 lived up to the legacy of Shrek 1. We were like, well, they're just going to keep doing this. Yeah. Um, and then they didn't. And it was just okay. Um, well, I guess that's and maybe that's why we're so podcast, hard on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's nicer to it. Give it, out, give it another shot, guys. Um, I totally understand because liking Shrek 2 more. I do. <laughs> yeah. well, I think it's just the more memorable one because I, I have watched that more than once. But Shrek the Third, I have, from what I recall, watched it in theaters. We saw it in theaters and never looked back. Yeah. Yep. It came out well, in 2007, so we were like, what? I was we in, were like, you're a, a little younger. Than, yeah, I, I was, was in yeah. seventh grade, which it's very. I I love the years I went to school because I never have to think about it. 2007, I was in seventh grade. 2008, I was oh, in that eighth grade. Oh, that's I graduated in 2012. Um, it's very, I will, until the day I die, I'll be able to tell you what grade I was in, what year. Uh, 
it's very convenient. That's what I am a little jealous of all the kids born in January of 2000 because they're just like always like, what year yeah. is it? That's how old I am. That's how old I am. <laughs> I'm 22. Yeah, I, I guess with this movie too, it was, yeah, we just, it, it, it kind of was like, well, I guess you can't win them all. And then when they announced a Shrek 4, we were like, that's weird and just had no interest. Yeah. Uh, Shrek but also, 4 like, I had is actually it. higher rated than Shrek 3. That's what I saw that. I was looking at the reviews. It's got oh. better reviews. What's Which baffled me because I did not Shrek like it. for just from the trailers after? and the description, it's basically Shrek is overwhelmed, so he makes a wish with Rumpelstiltskin that he never existed, and oh, the, it's it's a multiverse of madness. Yeah. It's a timeline without Shrek, and the, so then like Fiona. All I remember first, is from the it was trailer. The first multiverse movie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Uh, no. Is that Fiona is like the leader of a b- tribe of ogres, oh. and he has to like make her fall in love with him again, but it's a different situation where she has all the power. Um, and that was kind of interesting. But again, I, that's that's the only thing I know about the movie is the basic plot and that the one scene with all the ogres and Fiona being in charge. Interesting. That sounds fun. But Sarah, you don't yeah, like she, it? Yeah, like, leaves, like, a little like resistance. Yeah. No, I don't like it. It, like, um, it's a time travel movie, kind of, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't think that, <laughs> based on the established trick, characters (laughs) (laughs) it's time to fuck with you all know the established lore well now we're gonna spider-man no way home this shit i don't think he would give up like a wife and kids i don't know but that's fair that is also it does seem out of character for him to be like i wish i would had never been born uh and then uh we get a what a wonderful life basically yeah uh with shrek that's actually what it is it's exactly that it is yeah it's a wonderful life, huh. but with with Shrek, this is similar to Merry my re- realization. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's it's similar to my realization while watching Twilight, which is that um, Edward Cullen can read people's thoughts and his skin turns to diamond. This is just low budget X Men, and he's Emma Frost. He's just oh. Emma Frost. He's got the same powers, yeah, as Emma Frost, except he's and he's also like a little bit of a bitch. Like Emma, who I love. He is a little bitch um, and continues to be. He's a grumpy man and the next movie he just vanishes. Oh, the way that audience, the way that audience shouted, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. was so (laughs) bad. You're beautiful. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. Oh, man. I really could talk about, we could do a whole episode about Twilight. I know, I know. Um. I'm just waiting for somebody to bring it in. Sarah, well, we'll have you going to get back again. And you what can bring do you, Twilight. Sarah, what <laughs> oh, do you, Shrek, yeah. what do you think turned people off of Shrek three after the success of Shrek two, other than, you know, just kind of I mean, eh. probably just what you said, right? Like where people were like, Shrek two was so great. And then, you know, a few people go yeah. bring their kids. They're like, Oh, the kids didn't really like it that much. And you know, then they don't yeah. tell their other kids, you know? Um, but I just, loved princesses so that was it for me i was like that's they're fair. having a baby shower and they kick <laughs> ass and it was very and unsurprising I... that i was obsessed with princess leia after that because <laughs> i just loved the idea is princess, of princess leia in like, it no oh no no but i say that would be iconic no i but i do remember being shocked because they're all public domain if they don't look like the disney ones but shocked of how many princesses are who are also disney princesses Mm. were in i mean snow white sleeping beauty i think they've got a rapunzel because it was pre-tangled so they could do rapunzel no problem is this also is this where we get an arc with the ugly ugly stepsister or is that in shrek yeah no she's well well. she gets both i think i don't know she's 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 in other movies yeah, but she has, yeah. I don't remember if her full arc of like, she gets a happily ever after is Shrek 2 or this movie, but they give the ugly stepsister uh, a hunky boyfriend. And uh, even though they should have given her like a girl, she should have just gotten full out. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think it's Shrek 2 that she gets the hunky boyfriend, but she's like invited to all the princess events Good. and like she's in prison with them. And like, I just think that's super cool. And like, you know, yeah. I was a kid. I didn't really understand why this princess had a deep voice, but I thought you know, Fiona's cool oh with it. Oh my god. Do you know who <laughs> you know? the voice I'm actor cool was for the She's ugly stepsister? Queen. Do you know the voice actor for Doris, the ugly stepsister? No. No. Larry King. Oh my god. Oh my god. The legendary late great Larry King was the ugly stepsister in the Shrek movies. That is so That's funny. Wild. Oh my god. Oh, these these movies are brilliant. Yeah. I mean, this whole cast is I mean, other than we know what Mike Myers did with Shrek originally to make him iconic. Oh, was, he changed the re, re- recorded it all well, with a different yeah. voice. Well, Chris Farley had done like 80% of it. Mike Myers then recorded it and he felt like he was doing a Chris Farley impression. 
and basically came back and was like, I think it would be better with a Scottish accent and re-recorded the whole movie. Yeah. With the Scottish accent. And he but he's right. He's correct. The weird Scottish accent works so hard or so well. Also, John Krasinski voiced Lancelot (laughs) back in the day. Little baby fresh off the office. Probably during the office. Yeah, yeah, during the office. Interesting. Easily. Amy Sedaris was Cinderella, Maya Rudolph was Rapunzel, and Amy Poehler was Snow White. What a cast. They really stacked the movie. Yeah. yeah. They just said all of the SNL current cast members. Just You guys bored? Come, come on. on over come and on here. <laughs> That's so funny. That's great. Well, Justin Timberlake is in Shrek twice. Did you know that? As two different characters? One as Justin Timberlake, because in Shrek 2 um shrek goes into her like fiona's old bedroom and she has a picture of sir justin on her wall like she's got like a sir justin that's right (laughs) that's funny so yeah the creators just really wanted justin timberlake in this movie rightfully so this is pre-trolls and trolls wow we should have an episode about trolls someday (laughs) trolls in the movie trolls is a very good movie trolls was terrifying to me as an adult woman watching it it's scary the guy eats them. Like, oh he... wow! Hold on, one second. Siri is listening. She's oh. always listening. Sorry, I, someone probably said my name. Said, oh no! no it, when you heard me say Sarah. scary. Um, oh, yeah, which was bizarre. Oh, does Sarah set off? I'm not gonna say her name. Yeah, sometimes people are when people are in meetings with me. They go, "Oh, hey, Sarah," and then Siri goes, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, um, sorry for yeah, listeners. Trolls, Sarah, like, can you repeat yourself? Oh yeah, it's horrifying. I can't imagine children watching that movie. It's scary. Have Very you seen scary. Trolls, Billy? No, I haven't. Oh. They're, they're actually scary. They're like scary movies a it's little bit. It's dark. That's, the trolls are eaten. And that's the movie is they're trying to not be yeah. eaten. And they're so cute. Right. Um, yeah, I love that they look like actual troll dolls. Um, but yeah, don't, what? I can't remember. Is it they bring joy to the... What are the little gremlins that are eating them? I can't I remember. That's them. right. They're food. And it's like food for emotional sustenance. That's fucked up. I think it's like Attack on Titan. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do that every time. Go back and listen to our uh, Attack on Titan episode with Taylor Swain. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's a bleak storyline. Sarah, would you recommend Shrek the Third as a movie that people should go out and watch? I'm glad. I'm glad. So would you consider Shrek a trilogy or would you say, why not go all out, watch the whole Shrek cycle, the quadrilogy, if you will? Well, I feel like you have to, maybe, maybe we start like a, like a new way to watch it where you watch four first, you see what life would have been like without Shrek in it, <laughs> get the worst one out of the way. This is like that, um, the, uh, my favorite, the, what's it called? The like way to watch the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And for, and for years they were like, you should watch, you should do four, five, one, two, three, six. That way after the reveal of I'm no Luke, I'm your father. Uh, no, I'm your, whatever the line is. Uh, you don't have that reveal spoiled to you with the prequels. And then you go back and watch the prequels. But then someone, someone was like, well, if you're watching it just for like plot purposes, you can cut out the Phantom Menace entirely. Hard take after our last week's episode where we talked about the prequels. But it was like, yeah, if you're just watching, you could do four, five, two, three, six, and then you get Anakin's whole origin and realize that Phantom Menace doesn't really add anything to the story mm. at John's all. going to come out of the other room here. He's yeah, going to come and be like, uh, John, excuse me. I do disagree because <laughs> you need all the stuff with Anakin's mom. It's very important. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah so, you're, so basically, if you want to watch Shrek the right way, which you're going to want to do, well, yeah, but then you end on the third one. How do we make it convoluted enough to end? Just do it backwards. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> you start with yeah. four, you do one, two, three, and then you watch Shrek the Halls and Scared Shrekless. <laughs> I forgot about Scared Shrekless. Oh, my God. Yeah. They really, and then you they go really to Universal that Studios, for a long time. And you go on the, the Shrek the Ride. And, it's, and, and again, it's not over yet. The Puss franchise still goes with this Puss in Boots yeah. 2 coming out this summer, next summer. It's got a trailer. People oh, I think Puss it. in Boots is a prequel. So you watch Puss in oh. Boots first. First. We gotta make a... I wonder if this exists somewhere. The where it's SCU, like the Shrek the, Cinematic Universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The proper order of watching the films. Uh, that is so funny. That's funny. Puss in Boots is coming out. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, coming in December oh. twenty December 21st. Inter- he looks a little they gotta like stop putting, Sonic animation. Like, 
it looks they but it, they, like last they gotta stop putting final they gotta stop yeah. putting like those words in movie titles when they can just keep making more yeah <laughs> i don't trust that it's gonna be the last wish <laughs> oh yeah like they just announced the 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 um the uh, uh mission impossible movie is called like the dead. final chapter part one or the last mission no, part like one dead, Re- dead reckoning part one yeah oh so maybe they're not doing like the final okay no, no, no. Mission Impossible will never die you say until that. Tom Cruise dies filming those movies. Um, I don't know what uh, to tell you, but if Tom Cruise ever dies, L. Ron Hubbard will be born from his body like a phoenix. LRH sloop. LRH will come out of his chest like a chest burster. Just a little any, chubby five foot, a little like a six inch tall chubby white man. Anybody listening that's seen the movie Men, just imagine the last scene, but it's Tom Cruise dying and then he just births out. Men was very traumatizing. To imagine watch. the film Men, but the man is L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. And uh, you haven't Tom seen Cruise it. It would make more sense. Tom Cruise is As, okay, the naked, it would be Tom loaded Cruise. man. And then he, you watch him give birth on screen, very uh, aggressively watch this give birth four times um in different ways to spoil it for Ew. you it's a lot so, he gives I, birth out of his back at one point i was gonna say after his mouth at after one the point. butt and the mouth what other holes are we using it's his back <laughs> the coolest one was his back um which was it, i mean and then his mouth it was a, a breached birth so it was feet first out of it, it's a oh, lot. i love that it's um really upsetting to watch and i don't think i'll ever forget that moment um but yeah, that that would be funny if that. We was should go see the new Cronenberg movie with Kristen Stewart that people are walking out of because it's so gross. Oh, they had a trailer for that at Men, and I was like, I can never, I can never. It's the trailer alone is upsetting to watch. I yeah. think I had to look away. Oh, I can't wait. I, I kind of I've never seen a Cronenberg film though, so I don't know why I say I can't wait. I no, should get into it first. It's just like a body gore. That is horror. what a Cronenberg movie is. Yeah, yes. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't want it. Well, we veered. We veered away we from did. Shrek pretty wow, hard wow, here, wow. but I feel Sorry. like. I feel like this would be a good time to transition into the end of the show. Well, first, Sarah. Yeah, any more hot on, takes? On your post-it note, were there any other things you needed to you needed to get off your chest about Shrek the Third? <laughs> I think we covered it. <laughs> yeah, would you we recommend got it. people watch it, rewatch it if it's been years, like Billy and I? Which I think I actually will. It sounds fun to have a, a glass of wine and watch Shrek the Third. I kind of want to watch They're it. They're all Shrek on different. Now. Yeah, they're of all course they streaming are. services. Of course they are. So, Until DreamWorks they're kind of spread, spread throughout. Service. Yeah. I think, where did I find it? I think I found Shrek the Third on HBO, but the rest of them were on Peacock, mm. I would say. So that means, that, do they have commercial? Peacock always has just... I think it might have had them, but just go get a drink huh. or something, and then you'll come yeah. back and they'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I will watch it. I'm I'm excited to rewatch it. It's been a, a very long time. Um, a long time ago, far, far away. Far, far away. Um, happily ever after. All that good stuff. Um, yeah. Well, this was a great topic. I We haven't talked many animated things, right? Right. No, it was great. Yeah. Everyone go watch Shrek the Third. And if you don't feel like it, just go watch Shrek 2. It's so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> just just enjoy the originals, uh, the prequels. And no, if, if you, uh, for whatever reason, if you're listening to this podcast and you work in Hollywood, um, let us never forget that Rupert Everett, the voice of Prince Charming, publicly came out as gay in the early 2000s, way before it was popular to do so. And then he stopped getting cast in things. Cast Rupert Everett in oh, really? stuff. And everyone in this city needs to write him a handwritten letter of apology. How dare you? I, didn't I know love that. Rupert Everett. Aww. Yeah, yeah he was. Been in much, uh, uh, what's right? it? The Importance of Being Earnest. He's the villain in the first uh, Inspector Gadget movie. He's so fun. As the claw. Aww. He's so good. Uh, and Prince Charming. Happy I Pride, love guys. Rupert Everett. Happy Pride. Pride! Yes, Pride Month. <laughs> Rupert Everett needs to be back on our silver screens uh, in Shrek, you know, Shrek live, Shrek live action, where he's just like now in, in his like 60s or ever old he is, and he's playing Prince Charming in a blonde wig. I would I'd watch that. Because it'd be him playing Prince Charming against uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> in green, white, you're right. Michael Myers is the serial killer. Mike Myers is the comedian. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> just like the green makeup, Cameron Diaz with little ears on her head i'd be into it yeah live action shrek with the original cast fred <laughs> eddie murphy and antonio banderas in animal costumes just let's worries. go oh, john lithgow yeah. crawling around the whole movie can't stand on his legs <laughs> wow that would be great all right that's uh, the next live action invite back john cleese though because he is dead that's unfortunate what is no, he he's dead? not is he not is dead? Dead? <laughs> he is not dead. <laughs> 
I don't know how to tell you this. I was about to say, it's, I feel like I would remember. Yeah, no, he's 82 years old. He's fine. <laughs> Sarah's here to spread lies. Oh, Did Eric Idle die? Uh, I don't know. Someone died. <laughs> nope. That's Eric is still around too. Wow. Died. <laughs> somebody... Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. There's somebody recently. Oh, that... Terry oh, Jones passed away in 2020. That's, That's right. That's not. I was looking at Monty Python because yeah, Graham Chapman passed away in 1989. John Cleese is still around. Oh. They just got to make it. John Cleese quick. is still kicking. Yep. Yeah, maybe yeah. in the next. <laughs> That's Hopefully so funny. He, I was like, what him. did I miss? Yeah, I did that the other day too. I thought someone else was dead that wasn't. Oh well, people don't need to know about this. <laughs> no, there was somebody recently that it was the one year anniversary, not anniversary, but it was a year after. Oh, who was? Did somebody that played James Bond die? Like Roger Moore passed away not too long ago. No, before that, I don't remember. Whatever. And I texted John. And I was like, "Oh, this person died," and he was like, "Oh, that's sad." And later he was like, "I think." They died a year ago. Is that Sean Connery? <laughs> yes. Yes. You monster. Wait, yes. My friends did Our, that too. <laughs> yeah, because Aunt Terry posted on Facebook a picture of him and it was just like a RIP. And I was like, oh my God, Sean Connery. And it was like a one year anniversary of yeah. his death. That's yeah. funny. And so I texted him and was like, oh, this is so sad. And then he looked it up. He was like, this happened a year ago. Because he was like, I feel like I already grieved this. I already was sad about this at one point. Um, yeah, that was funny that I just was like, That's oh, funny. he died <laughs> yeah. a year later. Crazy. Um, yeah, hopefully we have John Cleese for a long time and hopefully he can be in the live action oh my Shrek God. that I'm sure will come out in 2025. Everybody get ready. <laughs> um, yeah, are you ready to play Quarter Pitch? That sounded yeah. like I said, what a pitch. That's the point. <laughs> I know it That's, is. It's a play on words. Did oh, you... I, I didn't get that until oh. just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm like, joking. it's funny. It is funny. And I'll, I'll give Billy credit. He came up with the name of the game. So here on Poptimus, we like to play a game called What a Pitch. And this is where we ask our guests to give us a prompt for a movie, TV show, video game, book, anything. And we'll have 30 seconds to pitch that prompt. And uh, I think I go first this week. I don't know where to go. Stand You're going to stand in the kitchen, cover your ears and go la, 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 la. You'll hear that. I'll cover my ears. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just, I'll try to not hear. I guess we're good. She's over there. I don't care what she hears. It's not going to be as funny All as right. mine. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, TV show, odd couple okay. situation where your roommate is a Hans Christian Andersen character. Who is it? And what is it called? I mean, what's that Australian show where they, whenever they get wet, they turn back into mermaids? Uh, it's based like, that's what, yeah, like, God, I want this. I, my first thought is The Little Mermaid. I don't know why I went there first. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. So it's about The Little Mermaid. Um, she's a, a, a an intern at a fashion magazine. Think think very uh, The Devil Wears Prada. And she's moved to the big city for uh, in Oslo. Sure, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it whatever, Norwegian, Swedish, Denmarkian. Uh, uh, she's got a new job at a high-profile fashion magazine. Um, uh, but the, but the, the office is above a Michelin star raw sushi seafood restaurant. <laughs> and so every day she has to walk past that. And that's really traumatizing. But not only that, her new roommate, the only roommate she could get is the sous chef at said restaurant. So he's always bringing leftovers home. He's always oh got, he's like filleting fish in the kitchen and she just has to watch it. Like, and you eat that, but maybe she eats it too. I don't know. Um, uh, and yeah, it's just about them slowly becoming, yeah, maybe they fall in love because Prince Eric died in a car crash, um, years ago. So that didn't work out. <laughs> um, I say that he didn't die in a, he, he actually, uh, is living his truth. He came out, he is the gayest of all the Disney princes. And now he is happily married uh, to his husband in the, <laughs> he has a flute a and a cape in the Little Mermaid. He's well, he has okay. a flute and a cape in the Little Mermaid cartoon. So like the gayest of all of them. I'm going to call that <laughs> back. All, All right. right. Good job, Billy. Here she comes. Thank you. That was fun. All right. What's up? Hello. Hi. Would let's you like do to this. hear the prompt? I would. I okay. would. So, um, really odd couple. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, odd couple TV show where uh, one or both of them is a Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale character. And go. Hold on. Give me a second. It Why can just I be know? any fairy tale character. It's fine if it's you a, wrote it all the original book. Okay. Let me uh, give me one second. Okay, I'm most familiar with. Hold on. And this is uh, Frozen. 
Is it? Sto- I mean, kind of. They made she's the villain in his story. She he, he, they adapted the snow. I'm really I'm it. cheating by looking this up, but I'm trying to. What I should know more about this. Um, I would accept Cinderella. Yes. I would accept. You would accept would Cinderella. Accept Hold it. on, this is I'm cheating, but I would see. accept the gnome. Just one gnome. No, a steadfast tin soldier. I remember that one. Oh, that is good. I guess. Let me. Uh, I guess. I mean, Thumbelina. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, that's the one that I watched a lot as a kid. Was the Thumbelina movie? Um, but oh, this is. Mm, can I mix Princess and the Pea yes, and Thumbelina? Go, go crazy. So the their uh, Princess and the Pea and Thumbelina. Princess and the Pea. The princess from it is a regular sized person. I'll say like five five. Regular princess. Thumbelina <laughs> is still the size that she is. And they are uh, best friends turned lovers. Like they, they live together. They had a uh, like, you know, a flirty banter, but pretended to not like each other. And then they end up falling in love. And there's a tragic ending where uh, oh. the princess and the pea, she goes to sleep and somehow Thumbelina had stumbled home drunk and ended up after falling after, yeah, yeah, they got into a fight she went to a bar got drunk and then she like to go to sleep she was like i gotta be warm and i and she got comfy and she crawled under the mattresses oh and then Thumb, or the princess from princess the pea sleeps on it and she's like i felt something in the night my back hurts and then she wakes up and Thumbelina's been squished and suffocated and aren't most of those don't those most of those end tragically yes yeah, yeah. so I was I, I thought so I was like these are the dark fairy tales yeah, yeah I, didn't, so I she... didn't say and then at the end the little mermaid turns to foam because I'm not an asshole oh, but sure no, no. <laughs> the princess from princess and the pea accidentally crushes her lover to death and she suffocates in a bunch of mattresses um, are you saying the princess and the pea still to this day lives in an apartment but still like 20 mattresses high yes good for her yeah what a legend um so that's that. Sorry, I didn't have more knowledge off the top of my head. Of I, I'm glad you let me do some research. That's it fine. looks like you also looked it up. No, no, I had a feeling you would need it, so I pulled it up for oh, you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, that's mine. Um, gotta pick a winner. Which odd did couple? You hear Hans no, she did I not. I didn't. I heard him say Little Mermaid at one point, just because I, I was. Yeah. Uh, that's all. Okay. It was basically between um, <clears throat> like Little Mermaid, New Girl, <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, this horrible monster I, that you created. I'm Dagny. really sorry. Mine was very sad. Uh, it was a bleak and story. I think, I think Dagny's would make a pretty good movie, but I think Billy's makes a better TV show, which is what I asked for. So I think we're going. Oh, I for some reason missed it's using okay. TV show. I think I was more okay. caught up of the panic of. I don't know what exactly to pick. So Dagny, uh, very briefly, because I already did it once, but The Little Mermaid has a hot new job in Oslo at a fashion magazine, like The Devil Wears Prada. Got it. But The Office is above a Michelin star raw seafood restaurant. Oh my And God. her new roommate is the sous chef at said restaurant. And he's always bringing home raw fish. Oh, that's sad. But that's good. That's very and good. And then they slowly fall in love because it didn't work out with Prince Eric because he's gay. And he got married to a man and lives out in the woods. That's nice. Yeah, it is. Everyone gets happy ever after. Except except for Flounder, who is served. She does eat Flounder <laughs> oh, in no. episode three. On- awesome. <laughs> or he's up, there's just a recurring joke where she doesn't realize Flounder is the name of the fish. And they're always like, we're serving Flounder. And she's like, what? And he's like, no, 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 not your friend. Just like another yeah. Flounder. But then it doesn't be the actual Flounder one. She just doesn't know. That wow. would be some that's a really good one. Good job, Billy. <laughs> that was stupid. No, that was good. I like that. I think they're both pretty good. I think well, yours you. could be an episode, Dagny. Yeah. That would probably fit I, in there. I feel like mine would be like the Black Mirror universe of... That's dark. Um, where every episode is different. Yeah. And that's just one of those. But congratulations, Billy, on your win. Thank you. It was good. <laughs> it was yeah, a fun time. Um, wow. What a very fun episode of Happily Ever After. Happily Ever After. <laughs> I love a fairy tale episode. Maybe our only one, if I can, if I'm thinking correctly. Um, so Sarah, is there anything you would like to promote before we end the show? Nope. Maybe next I year I'll have something. Well, hey, well, hey <laughs> while we're here and we're asking people if they have anything they want to promote, uh, Billy's oh. Big Night Out returns June 21st uh, at the Attic at the Sherman and Sherman Oaks. If you're in Los Angeles, come see my show. It's very funny. It was a lot of fun. First one. Uh, yeah, I should I'll hopefully be there. Cool. Uh, it, was a, it was a good time. 
So yeah, if you live in LA, come out. Sarah, drive from San Francisco and come with me. I just <laughs> I miss you a lot. <laughs> um, well, hopefully I can see you soon. But thank you so much for being on the show again. We um, are welcoming guests back because Pop Mist is over a year old now. Or almost, I was going to say almost a toddler. That's not true. Uh, actually, I we looked this up. Sorry. There was a debate. Uh, that I had a, a few months ago, we were like, when does a baby become a toddler? And we looked it up and scientifically after a year, they're technically a toddler. Um, anyway, that's your fun fact for today. I learned something. That and soaking. <clears throat> okay. We didn't need to end on that. <laughs> <laughs> so happily ever after everyone, um, I will say our quick outro, which is um, thank you for listening to Poptimist and thank you, Sarah, for being on the show again. Um, if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, give us five stars, comment, all that good stuff. Tell us, give us your what a pitch answer. You might be better than both Billy and I. And we would love to read those. Seems I'm, unlikely. Yeah, we're comedic, brilliant minds. Um, <laughs> but also feel free to email us with any questions or hot takes of your own at poptimistpod at gmail.com. And for updates of when new episodes come out, be sure to follow us on Instagram at poptimistpod. And we post ideally every wednesday but we sometimes have to take a week off because life is crazy and we do our best to do every wednesday but um bear with us if we don't we should be back on track sorry may was all over the place yes. but we are back on track back with weekly track. episodes and we're so glad to be here yes we love it thank you again sarah this has been Poptimist. Uh, <laughs> sure we will see you hear you you'll hear us next week um everybody say goodbye goodbye Goodbye, you didn't make me cry. Oh yeah, you didn't cry this time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Bye.